0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of Topic thunder. thunder. Here from the Top Ten Show, I am John Rocha.
1: And I am Madnost, and uh, it's another week of doing the, to- the Topic Thunder where our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top ten. You can see it across the top of your screen right now if you are watching yeah. us on beautiful YouTube over at youtube.com forward slash the top ten podcast with the number ten. But uh, our patrons... At the $5 and above level, they send in whatever in the hell they want us to talk about, and we fucking talk about it. <laughs> and uh,
0: We don't know what it is
1: beforehand. We are uh, in the dark as, and in this as much as you are, and we are excited for it each and every week. Mm-hmm. And I think it's my turn to start. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so this one is from Pele Cole. Okay. says, hey, John and Matt, this is Pele from the UK. Hope you guys are doing well. With all the craziness of the last year or so, my biggest disappointment is still not being able to come and see you guys in London again. Hopefully, that mm-hmm. is a possibility next year. Anyway, my question is, given that you are both fans of comedy and have both taken part in it to different extent, of course.
0: <laughs> Please do not put me in the same tense.
1: Who me. would you put on your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians? Personally, Ooh. mine would be Pryor, Carlin, Eddie Murphy, and Billy Connolly, That is from oh. Pele, which uh, if memory serves, I met him at the store and he is the one that sparked the idea of us going to London
0: to do wow. a show. Wow. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I well. was on
1: stage and he was like, hey, top 10. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and I started talking to him and he was from London. I was like, maybe we should do a show there. And he's like, you fucking should. And it was him and three of his buddies and they were uh, they were drunk. But they weren't obnoxious or anything, but they were having themselves a good old time.
0: Have some fucking lully, mate. Come on over to London, mate. Oh, he wasn't some
1: cock need.
0: (laughs) Hey, governor. All right. He's fucking great, mate. Um, No, yeah. Um... All right. Well, wait, now you lost me. What's the call? Oh, Rushmore. So who's on your Mount Rushmore? First of all, shout standards. out to Bailey for putting Billy Connolly on his Rushmore. I don't know how many people would actually have Billy Conley like, on from Rushmore. from the UK. But he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying so, shout out to him for doing so. Sure. Um, I guess this is this is interesting. I mean, you obviously have to put Pryor. Um, I definitely put Eddie up there. I guess you'd have to put Carlin and look i know fuck never mind i can't i mean i you can't put him up there but before all the shit i would have put cosby as a possible uh oh yeah yeah yeah
1: he's he's cosby
0: yeah absolutely um i think for then let's talk about i I don't know who my fourth would be to be honest with you is it chris rock is it just said four i think i lean to chappelle did i say four yeah, you said prior Carlin Murphy yeah. and, and I said if then I, Cosby. I, if I could have put Cosby on there, I can't put Cosby oh. on there. So I think I'd have to go Chappelle. I think Chappelle is is so consistently great as a stand up mm. comedian. So and uh, he's doing way more than than uh, Rock is right now. So I, and it works for me. So yep, I guess those are my four for now. But as we talk about it, that might change, man.
1: Uh I think the question is bullshit. How about that, Bailey? <laughs> It is utter and complete horseshit. It's a wow. bullshit question. Wow. Okay. Well, because look, look. If you want to do like, what's the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? Okay, they all do the same job, right? So you can assess them on touchdowns, interceptions, yards, accuracy, mm-hmm. attempts mm-hmm. to completions, etc., etc., etc. Right. And it's an easy metric. Co- comedy is, dude. This this individual makes me laugh, and this one doesn't. No, okay and they're doing the same so it, i think it's imp utterly impossible really to actually genuinely do this to say like these are the four best of of comedy of all time it's like are saying you, the four I, best dramatic actors man it's so subjective as to what you're looking for in a performance
0: well, that's why he's asking you the question because it's a subjective
1: question What <laughs> and i say the answer? question is bullshit what kind oh of mood God. am i in there's too many comedians
0: that's what I'm saying. It's bullshit, he's, baby. I'm not doing it. He's asking I'm, you right now. Where you? Are you oh, you're too precious about comedy? It's a, How can you no. say that it's okay to rank NFL quarterbacks, which is considerably a way harder job than than stand up comedy? I don't know. I don't know how comedy is more precious than the NFL. There are aesthetics. There are uh, uh, markers. There are you know statistics you can look at to a degree with stand up comedy, can't you? I ticket sales.
1: Yes. How how do you do this? Who has the best tour? Well, I mean, that's why I think it's different because every year to two years we start hearing about this guy as the next so and so within right, sports. Right, right. It's like true. Patrick Mahomes is already in the discussion of he's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, and before yeah. that it was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, and so while you're right, it's rare to get to that echelon. Mm-hmm. That discussion happens all the fucking time, right? Because you can just it's easier to judge and measure. To say who right. are the best comedians. Um, like Billy Connolly isn't even in my top ten of UK comics.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I said a shout out to him for putting him yeah. on there. Because I like Billy, but he probably so rarely gets the shout out, you know. I
1: like him, but there yeah. are other comics that I would happily take over him. And just, it just comes down to what what flavor of comedy am I in that day? Do I want like wholesome goodness? I'm gonna watch Brian Regan or Jim mm-hmm. Gaffigan. Mm. It's just like that's that is amazing that you make me laugh that hard when the premise mm. is just so so clean.
0: Yeah, but we rank movies all the time. You argue those are those are like subjective as well. I just don't understand that you can't pinpoint four. Yes, you feel like it's, an, it's a it's a sacrilege to point four out that you. No, it's not a sacrilege, but your four greatest.
1: You're saying okay, we do do that on the show all the time, but you know what genre we cover probably the least are comedies.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're it's, harder on the comedies. Well, no, I, I think it's just
1: i look at it differently i guess
0: mm-hmm. yeah you do well because this you it's have different a, to me but it's your life it's like literally yeah. your life so there's a different look to it i get that i get that. I I think bet there's an nfl quarterback who'd be like i don't want to rank the best quarterbacks i don't like it i bet there's somebody who's deep into that shit well it's also
1: what you want to do in sports of ranking across time like yeah to understand what lenny bruce did Really helps you appreciate. But if you go back, I've owned three or four of his records.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, like a couple best of compilations, and then one was a set from somewhere, and uh and there are bits in within it that I think still translate, but there are others where that is so of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like this was a groundbreaking bit because the genre, the art form didn't exist. Yeah. And he's kind of helping push the boundaries and create it as it's going on. Mm-hmm. How do you look at it in the context of history? It's really tough to do.
0: Yeah, uh, the style. I respect that. I'm just kind of you know pushing you a little bit on it, but yeah, I know. Absolutely. I know what you
1: mean. Look, yeah. if you want to say my personal favorites, like I'm Dave Chappelle is the best comic I've seen in my life.
0: Wow, wow. He's okay. the one for me. Yes. For yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've right. seen him uh, live. Um, to name drop, I have been bumped by him five, five or six times at the yeah. store. <laughs> It's not gl- a joke.
0: Gladly so every time, or maybe it's the a first bit- couple
1: times. <laughs> yes. Then you're like, bitch, I'm trying to live well, here. Well, it's <laughs> just you know you're gonna go on and do for as long as you want, right? And there's only a few of us left on the show. <laughs> and
0: the crowd is gonna stay for you. Yeah. So what happens when you get bumped? Do you not get paid if you get bumped?
1: Yeah, if you don't do a set, you don't get paid.
0: Fucking hell. So you can yeah. show up ready yep. to go and Seinfeld shows up, and it's all cool for the audience, but you lose your money out on that night. I think.
1: That I mean, every, it's not a lot of money.
0: Still, I think the stand-up who shows up and bumps you should pay everybody down the line what they were going to yeah. make that line. That's how you do it. That's Some guys just the close correct. the show. Just
1: like, I will go up last because then they get their their spots.
0: Oh, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but depending
1: on how late. The, it's also, you know, the the store at that time would just run until – legally had to close or there was no audience left
0: right right
1: so uh it can get late uh and I understand what he's saying but I I've I sat and watched two or three of those and then another time like maybe I watched a little bit I was like all right well I'm going to go home because I know he's going to do an hour yeah and I've already seen him do the hour this late and sometimes it's really great and other times he's kind of just talking and working through and finding whatever he wants to talk about Yeah, yeah which is interesting sure but I'm also yeah. like, fuck, man, I was about to go up for the f- <laughs> fifth time. It's no joke. That is not an exaggeration. That has happened to me f- five or six times from him yeah. alone. Yeah.
0: That's fucked up, man. They should pay you. They should pay you. That's fucked up.
1: Uh, they don't care. They're happy to have Chappelle, and they know that I'm not going to say anything.
0: No, but I mean Chappelle. I mean, Chappelle or yeah. Seinfeld or when Robin Williams did well, a Robin Williams, they should pay the comics that are coming up after them because they don't need the fucking money. The, and they're yeah. taking time from these guys who are ham and eggers or, True. Strugg- or, 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 you know, kind of carving their names out. Of up struggling and is
1: fine. You're not offending anybody. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. Struggling or whatever it is. Yeah. Struggling to get there. So to but be don't like- have
1: the name recognition. So this is why you yeah. go on the end of these shows. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have any TV it. credits. I'm good enough to hang with all you fuckos, but yeah. I don't have the TV credits. That's fine. It's, there is a pecking order. Welcome to Hollywood. Like if, yeah, you, exactly, if that's exactly. going to piss you off, then you need to move. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's all about who are you? And you got to yeah. be like, I'm. trust me, I am something. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. Good. And it's not like he did it in successive weeks. It right, happened right, right, right. Every few months and be like, oh, fucking Chappelle did it again. But it used to be worse. Eddie, uh, uh, Eddie Griffin used to show up and just do three hours. Jesus Christ. But he would show up and go, I'm going on fourth. And meanwhile, there's 10 people behind him. Ugh. And all those 10 people are not getting up. Chappelle's doing it to me and two others, maybe three. Some bullshit, man. It is, but at the same time, just like, there's, it's Chappelle. Yeah, I know. And he's a nice guy, and he's not arrogant about it. Oh, and sometimes he'll so. sit and watch, like, the two or three people before he's going to go up yeah. to show a little love so he's not just in the back and then walk waltzes right on stage. Like, he's a nice guy about it. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, Chappelle's... I don't. I can't think of a single comedian that's made me laugh as hard as he has over the years. Yeah, just
0: so so you get one Rushmore. You get one Rushmore here, Pele. That's all you get, and that's Dave Chappelle. That's all you get.
1: Well, if we're saying like uh, my personal tops of all time,
0: that's what he's asking. In
1: essence, well, I think he's trying to definitively say.
0: No, he's saying, what would be your Mount Rushmore? And he said, personally, mine are. So clearly. My, look,
1: perception is reality. And that's what I perceived he was saying. <laughs> so that is the reality that I exist in. Tough, All right. Tough man. titties to those that don't like it.
0: Fair enough. Uh, All right. Should we move on then? <laughs> nah, I, let's see.
1: Carlin. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, after that, it does come down to the day. Like, Regan and Gaff again. I love Eddie Izer, Bill Burr, um, C.K., even though I know he's new, persona non grata.
0: Dude, I know. C.K. But is, oh man, C.K. I, is excellent, dude. But
1: I've been bumped yeah, twice by him, like too.
0: It. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: But I watched both of those. It only happened twice. And okay. trust me, I haven't been, that's over the course of, like, seven years. Right. right eight right, years. Right. Once again, this is, it's an infrequent thing. um yeah i had to follow john mayer and jeff ross once they went up as a duo what
0: john mayer the singer
1: the singer the singer song he did he dabbled in comedy for like six months yeah but ross they walked in and they went up and then i went up and did my 15 after him and i basically just talked about how much of a letdown it had to be for the audience to go from Roastmaster General and John Mayer, who just got finished banging Jennifer Aniston, to this guy who looks like your accountant. And I just did 15 minutes of that. I got a standing ovation from the seven people in there, About five, I think four or five stood up. I was like, that was amazing. And I just shit on myself and how there's no way I could ever meet the expectations of what they just saw. Like one, both are millionaires. One is a multi-millionaire, wildly successful, wow. handsome, talented. Yeah. Now you're stuck with me. it's it's the sad truth you just talk about reality and they're like you aren't as good looking you're definitely not as successful and be like trust me this is all truth we all know it you can't run from it why am i gonna lie to myself (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and then Uh, just it kept working so then it just keeps well i don't mind piling on myself i've been doing it internally for years so let's just let's have a little fucking psychology session guys it's
0: the basis of comedy yeah basically. Yeah. Nobody um, wants you to go up there and be, hey, everything is great. I'm good looking. I'm making a lot yeah. of money. I'm awesome. I'm here to tell you some jokes. I
1: I, have, I know a comic. So he's yeah. been on an MTV show and something else. He is handsome. He is handsome <laughs> as shit. But that's what he did in his first three bits. The first one landed because it was a joke at his, or pardon me, the second one landed because it was somewhat a joke at his expense, but he ultimately yeah. flipped it back on the audience. Yeah. His first three jokes were how much better he was, better looking he was than everybody in the room. And I was like, You're losing them because we already, we acknowledge that as soon as you walked on stage.
0: Yeah. 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 You're
1: that handsome. You don't need to rub our faces in it.
0: Right. You got to make yourself relatable. Exactly. The audience. Yeah. That makes no sense. It's
1: like you have too much charm, like ability to be a prick.
0: (laughs) You do. And you're handsome
1: on top. You have no need. There is no need. You're punching down. Yeah. And he stopped doing it. And he was like, you're right. I should have stopped doing that sooner. I was like, I don't know why you thought it was a good idea. (laughs) uh nice guy though really i mean he's yeah. staggeringly handsome and you're like yeah i get it i get it i totally get why producers offer you jobs to just yeah. hey we just need you to show up on camera and be pretty no problem <laughs> it's good for you make that money
0: make that money um all right thanks Billy Cole. appreciate the question let's move on to the next one here jordan davis uh says hey man john I'm not sure if you read the messages from this tier, but I just wanted to reach out and tell you how much I dig the show. I knew you both from Collider and my podcast feed recommended top 10 a year ago. I don't want to appear mawkish, but I can't tell you how much listening to you both talk about movies has helped me get through the past year due to that truth. I felt obliged to give back. Oh, so he's just telling us he became yeah, a patron. Oh, sorry. You. Sorry. All right. It's, uh, yeah. Yankees. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Sounds good. I right. appreciate that, Jordan. Thank you. That's uh, that's not a, I- comment right so
1: no yeah it's not okay. it's not a topic but in that vein we got yep. a nice message oh. uh that we both read from uh, paul cree our friend over at, oh yes works at the bbc yeah and we got to meet him when we went to the london show and he was like hey yes. you want to come on set and see the bbc and we both said yeah why, why don't yeah. you say no to that something interesting to see yeah. but uh it's the same thing he was he loves the show he's been listening for years and was inspired and uh went out and started a podcast with his friends yeah Um, and basically said it was all thanks to the inspiration of just hanging out with us and having fun and talking about movies. And he wanted to do the same with his excuse to hang out with his friends. Yeah. he started a podcast called uh, five on film with the number five. So go check it out. Five on film, Paul Cree, longtime supporter of the show. Uh, I'm sure it's excellent. He's a good dude.
0: Yeah. Have me on the show, Paul. I'm down. Let's see. Five. I can make it six, five plus one on film. Have me on the show as a guest. I would love to come on, but congratulations.
1: (laughs) There you go. Five on one, I do like that. Bring it on. That is fun. I'm I'm envious that I didn't get to that as quickly as you did.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but go and patronize that. All right, let's move on to our next one. Tim Williams, this was Tim Williams. I think uh, Tim is the one down in Australia. He says, uh, "Hi guys, how you doing? Good. I'm writing this on April 27th. I mess. I mentioned this to John on stereo." Over the weekend, I went to my first Aussie rules footy match for over a year. It was traditional ANZAC, which is the Australian-New Zealand Army Corps day game. I believe for you guys it's called Veterans Day. I mean, uh, it could be wrong. though. it is Veterans Day. This game every year brings about 90,000 to 100,000 fans of the same two teams uh, who are playing. My Essendon Bombers and the Collingwood Magpies. This year, the stadium could only be at 85% capacity. But in saying that, we broke the record for a crowd after COVID of 78,000 fans. It's great to see faces as masks aren't required and haven't been for a while. I'm not a brag, but I do feel f- for you guys because I want America open so I can maybe come to a show one day. Anyways, back on topic, this brings me to my question. They play, quote, the last post before the game every year. The entire crowd is in silence during the song and for a minute following to pay our respect for our men and women who fought for us. It always makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up to basically 100,000 fans, uh, a, hand, a hearty percentage of whom are drunk, Aussies of two teams who absolutely hate each other to be able to stand together in silence is spine tingling. So maybe besides a movie scene, what when or where was a time that sticks out to you that made the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? Also, I've linked the video to what I described that happens on Anzac. Worth a look to get a visual. Thanks again. Legends Timothy R. Williams. Uh, Okay, Matt. um, Do you remember a movie scene uh, and and what it was about it that made your Hair, stand up on the back of your neck.
1: But didn't he just say, yeah, he said, uh, so besides a
0: movie scene. Oh, well, maybe besides a movie scene. Oh, I see. What yeah. When, where was it? Time? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so a, not a movie scene. I can tell you as much. Time?
1: I wish I was in the garden last night.
0: Oh. Madison yeah.
1: Square Garden. So there's a uh, game two of the Atlanta Knicks series. Yeah. And it looked electric in game one. It was even more so last night. Mm. Uh, that one would have worked. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. to see something. Pretty amazing. What is so outside of movies? Any huge concerts you missed out? Like you would love to have been there.
0: Well, it says it says what? I think he's asking what have you experienced. So maybe besides the movies, what when or where was the time that sticks out to you that made the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? So I realized did, that did the hairs make the back of your neck stand up like that like when you were watching last night.
1: Uh, no, but I'm trying to think of like. <laughs> As I okay. get to a situation where that did happen to me, what, yeah. are, some, what are some other situations? Oh, to yeah, like, man. You're okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. For I mean, me, like, oh, what about certainly,
0: certainly going to see Liverpool with uh, Lindley a couple of years ago in Anfield, that whole thing of having them sing, we, we caught the tail end of mm-hmm. the song of You Never Walk Alone. Just being in the stadium, hearing that, absolutely, hair stood up on the back of my neck. That was a, a hell of an experience for sure. Um, I remember in high school, when we were uh, – I was a big fan of our basketball team and I would go with some friends and go see the games and stuff. And we were well, – that year, I think it was junior or senior year, we were really good and we made it out for the first time ever that I can recall out of like the regular rotation of just playing the teams that we played and we got into the playoffs. And so I remember we drove all the way because they had a, a thing where you could buy the ticket and the, the bus would drive you from Garfield to Heritage was the high school we were playing – and the kid hit a three-quarter shot to beat us. And I just remember standing there. Mm. with the, Like, I'd never seen something like that in an actual game in real life. And I just stood there, shocked. And I, I remember the hair stood up on the back of my neck because I'd never experienced that. Now, it sucked that we lost, but still it was incredible to be there for that moment where someone hit a three-quarter shot to beat us by oh, I'm sure. one point. you know So it was insane.
1: Um Let's see. So, technically, not um, Griffin's rookie year, but his—you know—he got injured his rookie year, so that second year was really his rookie year with the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he got a three-quarter of the the court length lob and dunked it, mm. and the whole crowd went. It was before people knew who he, Blake was, right? Uh, like fully the average person like any basketball fan knew the name had seen some of the highlights and knew that he had been out injured right right uh, but it was like early in the season you're like holy sh-. um when Steph Curry is on the baseline and he drops uh Chris Paul and the memes are like Chris Paul was doing twister uh but uh he drops as a little step back and then drops a little floater but the whole uh, uh arena went but it'll be on Steph's highlight reel for the rest of his career I was in yeah, it was, yeah the stadium for that and uh that was just utterly pure electric mm. uh to see somebody i saw no hitter but it oh, was wow. the opposing team it was it was the cubs against the dodgers at dodger mm-hmm. stadium so people were into it but they didn't want to be into it yeah whereas as a cubs fan or a former cubs fan at that point because i kind of stopped watching baseball for a couple of years uh it was still more exciting yeah Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there's a whole bunch of concerts, but it was, I don't know if it was because I was drunk high or tripping, or it was just loving the music (laughs) that much combination of all of them. Good times with my friends. Like this is the others I was sober for. So Uh,
0: I think meeting, I think meeting the rock for the first time to interview him. Certainly. Okay. That made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because I mean, this was a guy who I'd analyzed for years and I never thought I'd find my way to a position where I'd be actually talking to this man and having him respond. And then when he cut a promo with me for fuck's sake, that yeah, drove me insane to be able to do that with the rock. So yeah, I mean um, that was something that certainly made the hair stand on the back of my neck. Um, yeah.
1: It's meeting Jimmy Hart of all oh, people for, for you. yeah. <laughs> Because it it's such an obscure, out of nowhere. Here's Jimmy Hart. <laughs> You're like, hey, hey man, yeah. But he was like, it was much more reserved. Okay. He knew, uh, a dude that I was hanging out with, and uh, we were at the store, and it was late, and he's just walking past, and he saw my friend. He's like, hey buddy, let's go. And then my my friend walks over to him, and I walked over, and I was like, I apologize, but I just like to shake your hand. And my friend introduced the two of us.
0: Yeah. Wow. but I was
1: like, I don't want to take any more time. And then I immediately text my brothers. Like, you're never going to guess who I just fucking met of all people. And it's it just, cause you don't ever anticipate meeting Jimmy Hart. Oh, of course. Of course not. Why I mean, would you, why would you, he's walking past on sunset. What he lives in. Is he just in LA for an event? He doesn't live here. It was fucking weird. That one. I don't know if the hair's on the back of my, but I was excited. I was like, Jimmy, heart
0: <laughs>
1: i'd like to shake your hand
0: yeah okay man but he's uh he's down in um hogan has that beach shop you know i think it's orlando or one of those uh okay cities in florida and jimmy hart shows up and does like that
1: makes sense to me that he lives in yeah, florida
0: right autographs and whatever he, apparently a lot of wrestlers live in florida so um which i didn't know about by the way but yeah i knew Hulkster did yeah. and i knew
1: didn't uh Brutus the barber beefcake he lived down there
0: Probably, yeah. I mean, certainly Randy was down there. Uh, um, I would imagine I,
1: Jake the Snake lived down there for a while.
0: Probably, right, right. So, it, but yeah, he shows up and he does autographs and does pictures and stuff. So, if, if I ever, if once things start to open up, if we ever, or, or if I ever take a trip down to Hollywood, or I mean, Florida, I'm gonna find my way to that beach shop. I gotta find, and hopefully, it's time. You Hogan. Hogan is, I've never met Hogan. I fucking would lose my mind to me. I know. Yeah. I get it, people. I know the the things he said. I know, I know, I get it. People might be upset for me saying that. But that's my my childhood, man. I got to meet this motherfucker once before I leave the earth. I got to meet him, man. Okay.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, he did. He doesn't have that pull from anybody. Over the years, the Hulkster's patina has lost any and all shine. (laughs) There was a time, man. I would have agreed with you. But the fact that I know nothing about Jimmy Hart and it's like oh my god i you were such a part of my life for like three years this is amazing <laughs> um
0: yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah any of that era of wrestling i would be fascinated to meet
0: are you, are you watching the 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 new biographies on Andy on these guys no i would recommend i definitely would recommend <clears throat> the the uh, roddy piper one that was sure. excellent that uh, they just did. These are all new yeah. documentaries. He we- had a weird life. Did. Yeah, it was. It was actually it was really good. The Booker T one is excellent. I didn't know what to expect. It's fucking excellent. Um, and I just saw the Warrior one, the Ultimate Warrior one. I thought that was good as well. So if you have some inclination to go back and revisit that time, uh they're doing a bunch of them all back right. to back. But yeah, the uh, the Savage one was only good for the first forty five minutes, and then they just started piling on him. And I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? So. It wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. Oh, and the yeah. Stone Cold one is good, but they they left out a lot of stuff. So just throwing it out. Uh, but if you want to experience that, uh, for sure.
1: Savage would be one. Maybe the way you go bananas for Hogan. I think I could still do that for Savage if he were around.
0: Yeah. Oh, Andre yeah. the Giant. Yeah.
1: Savage uh, would be great. To be Savage would be great.
0: I, I want him to do that, but I don't. Well, apparently he kept that voice even offset until uh, he was in uh, the last few years of his life when he finally settled down with that woman that he had known in the past mm-hmm. and was married. Like he finally put away that voice. But apparently, because Lenny Paphos has the biography, that he kept that voice going. Once he discovered that voice, he kept that voice on yeah. and offset. It was like, wow.
1: Exactly. He became the character.
0: Yeah, exactly. See, I'd love him to do a promo for the top 10. That'd be fucking fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh, just in general. <laughs> I used to have uh there's a comic that does the best Sam Kennison you've ever heard. Whoa. It closed your eyes. It sounds exactly. And I'm not, yeah. I'm talking eg- exactly. His name's Craig gas.
0: Okay. Um, Wait, is the guy from a- Tenacious D? The guy from Tenacious D? Is that a no. Different? Oh, that's Kyle Gas. My bad. my bad. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Um, and I had him do my outgoing message on my phone.
0: <laughs> As Kinison? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But
1: it was like 15 seconds. and I was like, this Great is, choice. can you believe? I was like a door guy years and years and years ago. Um, <laughs> and I feel guilty because my friend drunkenly came up with the idea. And the next time I saw Gas, I had him do it. And I was like, I apologize, but I don't even fucking care. I, I, really, I literally I was like, I know I'm an asshole, but I didn't think you would remember, a. Eh? And I saw him next, and uh, yes, I'm a dick. I am a dick. <laughs> I have fully. I felt bad about that, but I loved having it. I kept it on my as my outgoing for like two to three years. Wow. Well, until well, until whenever I had to change my phone in. Yeah. Type yeah. of the contract was up, and I could get a free one again.
0: Damn. I love Sam. I loved Sam. I loved him. Loved I love the him. Character man. of Sam. Oh, my God. His stand-ups, I mean, shit. I mean, I know Hicks came around the same time, and but for me, Sam was the one, man. I just, to pieces.
1: It's a different, it. you know. Hicks is going to be slightly more intellectual.
0: Yeah, th- that's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure.
1: Yeah, and we just lost a guy you've never heard of named Carl lebove who mm. was part of that same crew, and he was fantastic in his old life. If You've never seen really? his clips, go go look him up.
0: Huh, okay.
1: Uh yeah, super sweet, led a crazy lifestyle. Um, yeah. Sam may or may not be the father of his child that he's been paying child support for. her for, for, I believe it's her entire life. So he, treats her like his daughter, but I know... So he had to go like off the radar for years because she, the mom had gotten his wages garnished, and he oh, is almost wow. certain... The girl looks like Sam.
0: Right, right. Why did she do a, a paternity test? Well, the
1: mother... Didn't want to admit. Oh, okay. And also would lose the alimony. That's oh. the story that I heard from his perspective, but okay. I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of it. It's a girl and she does look kind of like Kennison.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't know
1: if there's any truth to it. I don't have the slightest clue. It's not my yeah. family. It's not my problem.
0: Yeah. Not my chair. Not my problem. All anyway, right. Look, Carl's great. Just passed
1: away too. It sucks.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, bud. That's a shame.
1: Uh, I hadn't seen him in yet. I Thankfully got to perform with him uh, quite a, a number of times and uh, he was a joy to work with and always hilarious. I loved, I had Jen, I watched of the four shows that I'd be working with him. I'd watch minimum two, which is okay, saying something because at that point I had seen so many thousands of hours of comedy that you just judge like, okay, here oh, wow. comes the punchline. Here's this. I know this premise. Where are you going with this? And his wow. like, I don't give a fuck,
0: man. It's, it's good. Yeah. Apparently Mark Maron interviewed him. LeBove, I'm not surprised. And he Marin talks, was a
1: door guy yeah.
0: when uh
1: Lebov and Kennison, when Kennison was blown up, but LeBeau was part of his clique, and they're the ones yeah. that got Marin addicted to Coke. Oh shit. Yeah. He used to party with them, and they partied too hard for him, so he had to get the fuck out. He left Hollywood. Uh I believe that's how the story goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, LeBove was a, a wild child, but he's yeah. sweetest uh, dude.
0: Respect. Respect. That's that's the world of comedy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get on out of here. We're past the 30 minute mark. Thank you all so much for the questions, the two questions that we got to answer here on the show. Thanks, Timothy. Hope we answered your question. Thanks, Pele as well. Um, much love to both of you. Much love to everybody who's been sending in your questions and your comments. Keep doing so. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we never want to run out. We like to answer. Sometimes it's two questions. Sometimes it's one question. Sometimes it's four. You just never know what we're, how these questions are going to lead us and what paths we're going to walk down as we answer them. So, but we appreciate the madly Thank you to everybody who's a patron of the top 10 Matt. Yeah.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks to everybody. And, uh, um, those that sent in today and keep sending in, um, mm-hmm. the email address is over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10. So send away. We always love having them. Um, and, uh, follow the show at top 10 show or over on Instagram and YouTube. It is forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. And, uh, you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost
0: you can follow me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram all right take care everybody we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of topic thunder